0: I just want to start this off with a super, super, super big heartfelt thank you to my family and my friends and my tribe that truly showed up and showed out for episode number one in a way that I could not have even fathomed. Uh, If you're here for episode two and you have not listened to episode one. Go back, save that, put that in your archive for whenever you need some goodness, because number one and number two is going to be some big ones. It's going to be, you know, a really good foundational start to what this podcast is going to foster and really, really solidify over the next few episodes. I really wanted these first two to just be me and you, to really feel like you're sitting and talking with one of your good girlfriends, one of your cousins, one of your people, Uh, someone who's going to really be real and raw and open with you in a way that some of your friends and family may not be able to. You can only meet people at the level in which you are currently at. And while many people don't have even one person in their life that's going to come to them with the real, here I am, baby. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I just, I wanted to come on here before I got into the episode to just once again say thank you. If you are taking the time to listen to this, you are putting realization into dreams that I didn't even know I had a year ago, five years ago. Now this next episode is gonna be a little heavy. It's a little harsh, but it's something that we all need. Let's go. What's up, family? We is back for another one in it. Hope today's episode is actually gonna be a written slash scripted joint for y'all. Hey. I'm going to keep it a buck and say that my ADD be having me struggling. I be trying to freestyle recording these episodes. And when I say I be talking in circles, stuttering, got to go Google words I done made up. I got to, you know, a I cannot get my thoughts together sometimes. And I've accepted that as the creative writer I am. Sometimes I got to write this shit out. I have been journaling for the past 18 days, baby. This is the longest writing career I've ever kept. I ain't lying. I've reconnected with the inner child who dreamt of getting her degree in creative writing. I've always felt the need to get my thoughts down and out in a way that could transport others. Music, for me, does the same thing for much less student loan debt. (laughs) I said for me. For me. I ain't talking about you and your friend from Berkeley. I'm talking about for me. Okay? Backspace. Shout out to my girlies who don't have student debt because they didn't follow their dreams anyway. And they went for the free collegiate option and we still ain't graduate. Nope. You know, I always tell myself that I can't wait until I reach like a tangible level of fame so I can visit colleges and advocate that college truly is not for everyone. Yup, 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 yup. See, I'm off track on the damn intro and I literally wrote these words myself. Like I was watching myself type bullshit and cracking myself up too much to stop. Today, I want to chit-chat about self-talk. Yeah? Can I for a chop, babes? The positive, the negative, and everything in between. I have adopted a saying that is very simple. Be nice to my friend. If you were to approach me and degrade a friend of mine with no understanding or empathy for their battles and their efforts, I would check you immediately. Who are you to gauge the status of their livelihood, wants, fears, and dreams from the outside looking in? Watch your mouth. I'm sure you agree. It's a lot easier to see someone else as being worthy of defending. To see someone else worthy of protection and care, so why not you? We so often are caught in this hamster wheel of humility and transparency that we feel the only way to be real with ourselves is through constant, constructive criticism. But where's the construct? it's buccal criticism, is strict as hell in this piece, and we have yet to find anything constructive to help us along in our pity party. I began my journey with disarming negative self-talk through my friends. I love to watch the shock and confusion on people's faces when I interrupt their self-deprecation with, uh-uh, be nice to my friend. Their faces follow the brain's journey of, be nice to who, who, who friend isn't, I'm your friend. wait how was I not being wait you're taking up for me against me and when they arrive to the conclusion they'll either say you're right or they try to backpedal and oh oh, no, no 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 I just and to that I say nah no be nice to my friend when you're tearing somebody apart your intention doesn't matter frankly I could not care less So when you're complaining about not cleaning your room or organizing, you know, files that you got to do for work, I will remind you that my friend is absolutely trying their best and definitely doesn't need a hater assuming the worst of the current circumstance. If you wouldn't let somebody else talk about your friend in this way, don't let them do so to themselves. We can tackle negative thoughts in another episode, but for now, we got to start simple and just shut it up. As harsh as it sounds, you absolutely could always just shut up and eat your food. It may seem suffocating to not verbalize every negative thought you have about yourself, but I promise you're going to live. Not only that, you'll be a hell of a lot easier to be around, because Lord, Lord, how many of us got that one person in our lives that lives to complain? Their shortcomings are their identity. They almost got the job, but, you know, I, I almost had him, but, you know, I, I wouldn't be in this place. If, eh, 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 eh. Tell him to the goddamn judge, bro. It is perfectly normal to have shortcomings. It is not normal for it to be your siren song that you've been singing for the past five years. You don't see yourself as somebody that is worthy of grace. Perhaps the reason you don't get invited out no more is because you be killing the vibe. Sometimes it is you. And a lot of times, people ain't going to be the one to tell you. They're just going to let the conversation die on the film, okay? Nah, I'm going to tell you. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people feel that they are doing themselves a disservice by not criticizing the things they deem imperfect. We pick apart the way our clothes fit our bodies, the way our bodies fit within this world, the way our voices pitch and the way our hairs lay on our head. Y'all got a problem with everything. Damn! What do you love? Who do you love? Give me your top three. Tell me their name, their zodiac, eye color, which grade they rose out of on the third day, and why the hell you not on that list at the top? I never said it was easy. What I do is remind myself to be nice to myself. Be nice to my friend. Be nice to baby Megan. See your inner child in everything that you do and carry yourself in a way that in every instance they will be proud of. As long as you can identify the good that is within you, You will always be able to find something to defend. Even if it's just, you finally took your medicine today, doodling on a sheet of paper, you dilly-dallying the house (laughs) down. You finally took a shower, you finally cooked for yourself, you finally went outside, you finally accepting change. All little things matter. The journey to accepting the ins and outs of oneself is an ever-evolving puzzle. You don't gotta have it all. You don't even have to have most of it. Hell, You don't even have to have the right pieces most of the days. You just got to have something that is yours. Something. Know your thing and ride it till the wheels fall clean off. And I mean, damn. Y'all don't like nothing about yourself. Nothing. You know what? Spe- speaking of, there is nothing worse as a performer than that one person who picks themselves apart in the dressing room every single day, aloud. If that person is you, let me give you a virtual hug and tell you from the heart on behalf of every performer, we cannot stand your ass and we pray you find relief in God or a good sexual partner or some good meditation because you be exhausting us more than the damn show. When I say Eeyore don't have nothing on them people, I'm, who, okay, I'm glad we got past that. Another person who is equally as terrible is the one who not only can't take a compliment, but chooses to shoot the bitch down and dog themselves on top. Please know, this is lighthearted fun that is intended to burn a little, because damn, you try to say, Oh, girl, I like your hair like that. She going in about how she hate her hair like this because she hate her forehead and her stylist was sizzin' happy and now her ends done split. Nope. Just say thank you and write down the rest in your diary because we, we don't need it. You think you're making conversation and playing humble, but you are literally throwing up on your own birthday cake. Visualize it. Close your eyes. It's nasty. Now we all uncomfortable, but that's just what it is. It's become so much more uncomfortable as I've gotten older. I used to find myself leaning into people pleasing and providing compliments when others fished for them. When a person intentionally or unintentionally cuts themselves down so their audience can build them back up brick and mortar. Now, I lean into the critiques and I offer action plans. Boy, the girls don't be knowing what to do with that. If you tell me how much you hate something about yourself, I'm going to react just like a man and say, Damn. So what you finna do? Like for real, it's a off-skirt way of saying, why are you telling me this? As a self-diagnosed realist, I am the queen of wondering why people offer so much information nobody ever asked for. Criticisms and qualms no one set up a comment box for. Log off. Ooh, (laughs) snaps on that. Turn the brain off, child, and I mean it. If all this makes you feel down, maybe it's needed. If feeling like a burden causes you to sink deeper into that self-deprecating place, surround yourself with people and mindsets that refuse to let you. Don't look for people who will coddle your self-destructive behaviors. The thoughts and words we speak over ourselves are so important. I struggle every day with my own self-talk and find myself checking Megan constantly. I told y'all I'm ADD. I be going in circles mad crazy in this three foot by five foot apartment trying to clean the microwave with a towel I lost last week. And I know it's in a closet. that's full of recyclables. I need to organize before I can put them outside, which I got to do before it rains. And it, it, you, you, you get you get what I'm saying? That is aggravating as hell. <laughs> and if I tell myself as such daily on the off chance I mutter it aloud, I got my roommate hollering at me. Uh-uh, not too much on her. You're not about to dog my baby like that. And I stop. I laugh. I absorb. It's a funny occurrence that happens every damn day in our household, and I'm so thankful for it. We slap ourselves down and build each other back up in seconds. But it's because it's an everyday practice. My roommate Kirk will say, I can't stop getting sick, but my stupid ass won't take no medicine, and I got to go, ah, mm, uh, 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 uh. Nope. Real, real quick. Relax on that one. Stopping the bomb of negative self-talk starts with us. I found it became a lot easier to be gentler on myself by being rudely defensive of my friends. (laughs) Coming so hard about being nice to my friend with others made it easier to remind myself daily, weekly. There's a quote about plating your meals uh, that says, fix your food like you're preparing it for someone you love, whether that's plating or quality ingredients or even, you know, a good, calming, special atmosphere. Live your life in the accordance that you are doing so for someone you love. If it's easier to love others than it is to love yourself, then baby, you you have to live in the third person. Yep, and you about to ride that, my baby. It sounds wild, but it is very common in survivors of trauma. Sometimes the detachment is unintentional and a means of survival, and in this instance, it is very much a survival tactic. You will age yourself double time, living in a body governed by distrust and dislike. You can't even enjoy the foolishness of life beyond your sense of pain. Breathe. If you don't let folks compliment your hair that you know you took too much time on and keep it the fuck moving, your forehead don't need to catch another stray in 2024. It don't need no more shots. And I don't know who that message is for, but period, and I mean it. While we on the topic of strays, let me go completely off topic and shoot down pebble patches. Now, 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 girls. Girls, I know that they are this life-saving invention that are the best thing since sliced bread, but they scare me, y'all. Like, I have an unnatural phobia of them, and I've literally never said it out loud before. I have a phobia of them damn things. Like, I wish y'all knew for real. I think it's the transparency, like, that confuses me. Like, I know they're not meant to hide the pimple, but, like, the clear, cloudy look... Over a raised pimple, and then don't talk about if it's like pus pussy I feel like my brain must think it's like special effects makeup. Like you just stuck a fake pimple in your face. That's childish. Anyway, please know if you come around me wearing a pimple patch, I'm itching to get away from you. This is just my truth. Okay, um, back to self-talk. We just about out of here, y'all. Like a pastor, I ain't gonna keep y'all much longer. I really just wanted to break down some mindset barriers with y'all and have a kind of Jesus moment about the ways in which we view ourselves and the ways we attempt to cloud others' rave reviews of us. You got to step into the light sometimes. You got to accept the accolades before you're ready. You have to believe in it before you're ready. Don't let humility keep you in a space your talent doesn't fit. Don't let humility have you believe you can't love every single piece of yourself. Don't let humility make you believe you have to have flaws. You actually don't. You don't go to jail for loving yourself. I'm telling you. I have a great aunt that I swear, baby, she'll kill over and die before she says something positive about anything or anyone, bless her heart. (laughs) Don't be that way, y'all. It's sour, stale, spoiled, funky, nasty, cheesy. We over that. (laughs) Put your quantitative goals aside for a second and focus on the ways in which you can learn to befriend yourself. Think of all the beauty your closest friends possess and imagine holding up the microscope to unearth their darkest truths and insecurities for no reason. We do it to ourselves every day. We fail to see ourselves as worthy of our own friendship. We search for outward validation from folk who don't know us from a can of paint and wonder why we feel empty. Only you know how far you've come, the distance you've traveled, the worlds you've seen, the unemployment, the promotion, the heartbreak, the birthing, the decline, the rise, the accolades, the notes, the questions, the answers, the pitfalls. This is your moment, the madness. (laughs) That was not scripted. (laughs) Uh, If anyone knew your whole story, they would weep at your feet, in awe of how you're still here, still breathing. Anytime I say or see the word weep, I always think about my brother who has only one tattoo, and it says Jesus wept. Um, I'm not even about to get into the Bible because the story of the tattoo is much worse. So my brother went to go get this tattoo, and he didn't write it out for the artist. He just said, I want Jesus wept. Now, you know, we could be very country and stuff like that, but I I really don't see how in being the man that he is telling the artist that he wanted a tattoo that said Jesus wept, ended up with the artist writing out Jesus wet. Make me sweat. Like, you know, it got fixed before they tatted it. But as an artist, what do you get out of writing Jesus wet on somebody? But you know what? I guarantee that man ain't lose no sleep, and he probably don't even remember it. Be like that man. What? Um, chill. Anyway, so. Take accountability for your survival. Take accountability for all the things that make you whole. Music, love, light. You can be your friend first. Get to know them. Embrace their morning hair and their runny nose and their ingrown toenails, too. Mm-hmm. Get that checked out. And love on you the whole damn time. No matter what the world may say about you, I'ma tell you before anything else, be nice to my friend. That's it for this week. I love each and every one of y'all down till the wheels fall off, friend. Clown town population, me and you, baby. You know I love you bad, bad. I'm going to catch y'all in the next one. Bye.